It came out, Jean Gonzalez, a well-known chef, then decided to host the launch and it was great. People started cooking adobo and then that's the rest. Uh, and then it won the Art Critics Award. It was the first time somebody wrote about a dish that they would eat every day without thinking, hey, what should you cook? I realized one thing. People would think, Nancy's adobo, so what? It was only when I realized you have to be proud of your adobo because that is what part of what you're Filipino are, what you are, you are Filipino yep. as. Yep. Hello everyone, this is Turutu, the Filipino restaurant podcast, where each week we profile restaurants or food trucks serving delicious Filipino cuisine. This is your host, Jean Caranau, avid home cook and event promoter for the Adobo Throwdown Cooking Competition and Food Expo. And here is part two of our interview with Nancy Reyes Lumen, the Adobo Queen. Speaking of books, I have a book here. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Keep so that. I bought this. Keep that because that's it. I know. It's, it's like everything was like $80. Um, yeah, I know. I got yeah. this. It's used, so I got it for like seventeen. No, it was twenty dollars. So I have yeah, it. That's good. I'm, that's good. I'm leaping through this. Now, I did want to talk a little bit about this, but I want to talk about your about your your growing up in in the Philippines. So I want to talk about your family. So what was it like to be part of of basically your restaurant royalty? So what was it like growing up? We were not restaurant royalty we were really actually um we, we worked with the people we worked with the okay. staff it wasn't like um uh, if we ever sh you know raise an eyebrow i think we would be told hey watch out watch out don't do that we would all oh, that's why i think one of the secrets of the management of aristocrat was that the employees always considered us uh, appear with them and um, even if they would be not family it felt like family mm -hmm. because also um, my grandmother's uh, employees she she took the wives and the children and even the grandchildren got employed in the restaurant so it became like a legacy mm -hmm. yep okay so it's the, fa the family, it's really the family business. Family business and I think yeah. the family culture, because mm -hmm. if you ask us about ballet or music or the arts or what, there's none. But if you ask us about culinary, then we would be, uh, we would be right up there, okay. knowing everything about food. Not fancy food, but real, real um, popular. I can't say it's, it's not down to earth food, it's popular. Mm -hmm. Because it dealt with um, uh, different age levels, different age levels. Because we were also there, we were one of the first to serve um, malted milk, um, milkshakes. So it's a very American thing. Okay. Very American style. And yet combined with something Filipino. Yeah, I think that's that's part of our culture is we take food yes. from others and we make it our own. Yes. And that's exactly why, and I you you probably heard me say this before, that when some people take our food and then they make put their own twist in it, 
It's like, why would I be upset at that? Like we take other people's food, you know, we took uh, Italian food, you know, spaghetti, and you know what we did? We put hot dogs. So why would I be upset yeah. that somebody takes some of our food and they do their yeah. own thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I've i never really been, um, not, I, I never, I never threw friendly fire. I, I always had friendly fire with people who would say that you cannot have adobo like that. It has to be pure the way, the way it's done. But why? How was it done? Was yeah. it the way your grandmother did it and we all had to do it? No, couldn't be. The yeah. only thing that I really try to correct with people is please don't use sugar in adobo. You can add oyster sauce. You can add a little apple juice, but not sugar. Right. So I think we can agree on that. I don't put sugar. Um, yeah. I have just to thicken. I, if I use adobe as a sauce, I will thicken it with, with honey. But that's for that's not really adobo. That's more for like an adobo sauce that you're using um, to mm. to be almost like you're making it into a barbecue sauce. That's different. That's not adobo. But it's, it's, it's adobo inspired. Adobo with a uh, flair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I do, and again, so, I mean, everybody has their own version of adobo, right? Yeah. There's so many, every every cook has their own version. So when I, when, I, when people ask, and you know, they talk about what's authentic Filipino food, it's like, well, I don't know what that is. It's, there's nothing, it's not really, authentic is what, how your mother made it or how your family made it. But to, to, to have, there's not one standard. It's not like, like Italian cooking, like they have a, a they have a, uh, don't they have like standards for uh, margarita pizza for different types of pizza, different types of pasta, they have a standard. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we don't have that. We don't even like, I don't think we, a lot of times we don't even bother measuring things, right? I do, but a lot yeah. of people, I think it's just by taste. And taste, taste is very personal. Yeah, well then, in in some way, there's an argument that's arising from that. Mm. Like um, somebody whose palate is a virgin palate, meaning they have never tasted um, uh, Filipino food. What are they supposed to taste? And then if, they're, if they went to another country and they asked for the same adobo, will it be the same, all right? So I, I was saying there should always be the balance of sour and um, saltiness. Yep. Yep. Right. But um, in general, like when you say caldereta, caldereta, when you say caldereta, it would normally be goat meat with liver, mm. pate, liver pate, yep. with bell peppers, with a lot of chili. And with tomatoes. Yep. So you know, but cooking it or how long or how thick or how rich, if you add pickles, if you add olives, if you add this and that, then it's still caldereta because of the goat and the liver. Yep. So what's the difference? And I, I, I think I know this. What's the difference between uh, caldereta and um, what's that other one? Uh, Menudo. No, no, not not menudo. Yeah, it's actually those those types of tomato-based soups. It's uh, mechado. What's the difference between caldereta and mechado? Mechado would usually be beef, 
Okay. And it would be the the round of beef. I think um, it's not flank. It's uh, it's it's not also tenderloin. It would be like the shoulder. Would be okay. like that the muscle, the shoulder muscle, and then uh, mecha means mecha means um the wick of the of the candle. So you you lardoon that with fat inside okay. because the beef has no fat. So you lardoon it with um fat to lubricate to oil the inside of the as it cooks, and then it would usually be with um carrots, potatoes, and um, uh, Nora Dasa adds her secret of pickles and pickle juice, which I swear by. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, that so... Is, the essence would be when you say um, mechado, that means it has that fat in the middle. Okay. So... Not anymore now, not so much. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, here in the United States, you very rarely see goat uh, uh, caldereta, right? Yes. Caldera so it's usually usually caldereta baka, which is beef. Yes. It, yeah. it was most common, and that's one of my favorite dishes. But I could never, for some reason, I can't make that from scratch. That's the one thing I cannot make from scratch. It never turns out well. What what cut what cut did you use? For the beef, what cut? The short ribs? Uh, no, I, I did a chuck roast. Uh, I, I would do a chuck roast, which is the, which is the, that's what you use for like pot roast. Uh, I would cut it up and I would sear it, and yeah. I just never got the sauce right. Um, what I've done before, uh, a, a while back, I did a, a brisket. I smoked the brisket, and then after it was done, I cut it up and then a, I added it to. Uh, to Caldereta, and that turned out really well. Okay. Uh, so I'll take the, yeah. What difference did you do that made it correct? Well, but, but the, I cheated. I used a mix. So I, I didn't <laughs> use, I used the mamacitas, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, a Caldereta mix. So I yeah. cheated. And that's why I'm saying I can't make it from scratch. I have to use you, a mix. You, you can add um, paprika. Okay. To enrich it. Yeah. And don't forget, it always has to be liver spread. Yeah, I, I've experimented with that with, you know, just the quantity and, and uh, I made it very thin at one time, then then they got, then I made it very thick. I, I had quite a bit. Um, so I'm still kind of kind of experimenting, but I, I just, it's just hard. It's, for me, it's very hard. So I'm like... I, and there's one tip. I learned because caldereta is a luxury stew by Batangas people. Mm -hmm. And Batangas people are known to be kind of on the rich, rich, uh, rich, rich folks. Okay. But um, that's why their, their stew is also rich. It has olives, pickles, everything. But they said when a, when a Batangueño cooks, the amount of meat has the same amount of shallots. You can start with that. Okay, with shallots? Okay. Yes. So let's say you have a pound of beef, you have to use a pound of shallots, chop. That's a and lot. And that sweetens it, that makes it yeah. really sweet. Wow, that's a lot of shallots. Yeah. 
it it really works. I I do that for my machado, but our machado is my grand Aling Ashang's machado. She just uses flank, the flank, the flank. Isn't that okay? Isn't that too lean? Does that doesn't that get dried up? Or like how long how long do you cook it? No, uh, the flank we have back back home has the fat attached to it. The okay. flank here sometimes it's already yeah, trimmed. Yeah, it's, it's it's all trimmed. It's all oh. like very. It's super trimmed. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can try beef fingers or beef ribs. Yeah, you know what? Uh, people, some, some uh, seen use is uh, beef cheeks. The beef yeah. cheeks. Yeah, but there's that. a certain bite to it that I'm not so. I I draw. I I will have that. Not big. Not in big cuts. Uh, it could be in calios. It can be like you know, but not. I don't know why it's uh, a little uh, cut it small. That's okay. the way. <laughs> yeah, the beef cheeks are, are typically cut small, cut like yeah. in cubes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I, I like mixing that in with because it, 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 it comes out really tender when you cook yeah, it for a long it's, time. It's, it's super tender. Affordable, really yep. a cheap cut. That's good. Well, you know what? Not, not anymore. <laughs> I think I think everything, I mean, Achtel used to be the cheapest meat, and, and now it's like, Liver. It's like eight dollars. It's super expensive now. It's super oh, hard I to saw, find. Really? No, I yeah. saw it in H E B. Okay. I saw I saw beef chick. Yeah. You know what? I'd like to learn, Jean. I don't know how to cook sweet breads. I don't like sweet bread. <laughs> I've yeah. never cooked sweet bread, and I don't really. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. Yeah. You know I want to learn that. I okay. Want to learn. All right. But, uh, I have cooked with uh, lungs, the lungs, because that's what you use to wrap the embotido. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know, you call it the leaf something, but that's what I, I've tried that. Um, oh, sweet breads also, I need to, sweet breads and kidney, I need to. Okay master that you know, you know it's sure. not good for me to talk like i know everything when i haven't tried kidney and the brain i've eaten in omelets right brain uh, yep i have not eaten no. yeah okay <laughs> i don't know uh, that's i don't think that's for me but uh okay. i want to talk before we go any further i want to talk about your book okay. so how did, how did this come about and then when did when did, when did this print? This was when did this go to go to print? Here's the Adobo book, and this is traditional and jazzed up many, recipes. How many printings has did you get? Uh, what do you mean? How many printings? This is um, fifth printing, sixth printing, uh, second printing. Second. That's quite early. Yeah, it's two thousand six. Yeah, well, um, it's a long story. It's a sub story, actually. Hey, you look like Richard Gere. There's certain what? when you look like Richard Gere. Oh, take a the, picture. Okay, well, thank you. So I, I had I, I had a long collection of adobo recipes, and I told once when I was in New York, I told this friend of mine, Ronnie Alejandro, hey, Ronnie, come on, let's make an adobo book. And Ronnie, Ronnie is the guy who has made something like 150 
books to his name because wow. he was with the U.S. Library of Congress. That's where he worked. So he was his life was books. So to me, to him, making books was really nothing difficult. It was so mm -hmm. easy. So I said, okay, I'll start gathering everything. I started collecting from friends and with their short stories uh, uh, in, uh, before the recipe and all that. I started collecting uh, from the higher ups, from the, I even had the recipe of my son who, and then the recipe of his yaya, um, which was also good. And another recipe of a somebody's cook, she said, Ano lang to, puro lang. Ito lang, ganito lang. Sabi ko hindi, sulat natin, bilangin natin. Yeah. And I put that in uh in the recipe. Um and then I collected from my foodie friend. After that, uh at that time, the 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 motherboards were still the big computers. Mm -hmm. And um of course me, I never had a backup. So one day I was in my mom's house. I was just going to get, uh, I brought my computer and of course the computer got stolen. Oh, with geez. Everything. Uh -oh. With everything. I mean, with everything. I I blacked out. Holy I really cow. Out. Yeah. It, it, somebody opened the car and I just blacked out. And um, I was two months into getting married with Bob. So I didn't know what to do. Uh, so um, I I had to start from scratch and I told Ronnie and to Ronnie said no that's easy it's okay never mind we'll do it again and to him it was just a matter of okay Jean give me a recipe I'll put it there but yeah. you know I had to test the recipes so that's every single one I know uh, well wow. not really not really because sometimes when it's too simple you already know Okay, you can your mind can taste it already. So anyway, um, after I lost that, I I sent it. Um, Ronnie and I got into a casting argument. He wanted to he wanted his name to be there first, but I did all the work. So I said, why do you want it to be like that? So you know, um, tampuhan, you know, tampuhan. Yep. So. The book got delayed and eventually uh, I conceded I said because after a few he already started making other books I was still stuck with the adobo book and and later a few years after he got sick so I said mm -hmm. okay Ronnie let's be friends again let's mm -hmm. put out the book already and then um, my father passed away and I said, what the hell? Why didn't I would take so long and my father wouldn't even have seen the book and I dedicated, mm. it was dedicated to him. So then the book came out and with all the typos because when I had to re restructure the book, everybody was in a hurry already. Come on, faster, mm -hmm. you know, and I was just trying to remember everything I could from all the notes, the, the napkin notes, the scratch paper, all the kinds of notes. Yep. I had to go through all that. So anyway, um, it came out, Jean Gonzalez, your, your tukayo, Jean Gonzalez, a well-known chef then decided to host the launch and it was great. People started cooking adobo and then that's the rest of it. Uh, and then it won the Art Critics Award. Oh, wow. It was the first 
time, somebody wrote about a dish that they would eat every day without thinking, hey, what you do? But you know, I, 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 I realized one thing. People would think, Nancy's adobo, so what? What's Jean's adobo? But it was only when I realized, you have to be proud of your adobo because that is what part of what you're Filipino are, what you mm -hmm. are, you are Filipino yep. as. Yep, that's part of you. Yeah, people just took it for granted. Like the, the yaya who said, ganito lang, lang, lang. No, sabi ko hindi. Ipapangalan natin sa pangalan mo. And she was so shy. Yep. She, she passed away already. Yaya Tess. So you know those things. And now, People want to own adobo, jeans, adobo, Nancy's adobo, all these kinds of adobo. And I decided to name myself Adobo Queen, not for the book, not for anything, but for Philippines, because um, that was 20 years ago, Jean. People think I just, it just happened that I just um, entered into stardom and I did that. No, no, I built that yep. because... Yep. Italian food, Chinese food, Japanese food, and then Thai food was there. Where was Filipino food? Nothing. People say it smells, uh, it, it stains the curtains, uh, it's brown. It's it, brown and oily. I oily. everything. They didn't say oily. It's greasy. Yeah, it's greasy, yep. It's unhealthy and all that. So I said, hey, come on. I need, I need a name that Filipinos can hang on to and uh, we, a call sign. So sometimes in the airport, I'd try to say, Adobo! And you know, I would hear, I would see Filipinos really looking. <laughs> Who's that voice? So I said, I think it will work. If we, if we say Adobo and it connects us all, connects me to you, connects mm -hmm. you to your audience. Yep. They say Adobo. Yep. And, and that's the thing, right? We have, for far too long, we just kept it to ourselves. We just, we didn't share it with others. And I'm going to tell you a story. I think I've told this. I, I This is the first time I'm telling this actually on, on the podcast. Um, okay. When I was just getting out of a high school, I was still actually in high school, in my second year of high or coming out of my second year of high school. I was growing up, I, I, I was... Because it was going to be my last year in the Philippines. Because the next year we would be going to the United States, so there was a party, uh, like kind of like a, a going away party for me, and I had I had a set of like American friends, and I had my Filipino uh, classmates, and I didn't know what to serve, so I think that we we split up the party into two different like two different serving areas. One was for the Americans and one was like Filipino food. And one of the Americans, it was just American food. And, and I was like, and I don't know why I did that. Um, and, and coming back and then reminiscing, I just realized how terrible that was. And I realized, you know, at that point I was afraid, I was ashamed to serve the Filipino food to my American friends. Cause I felt ashamed of our food. And when I thought about that, every time I think about that, I feel like crying. It's like, why did I, why did I feel that way? You're yeah, not why, alone. Why did I feel that way? And I'm like, and so that's why to this day, I was like, you know what? I am not going to be, I'm not going to be ashamed 
of my food. I am very proud of my food, and I'm going to show that. I'm going to show that to any, every, anybody. I'll tell that to anybody who will listen. And that is how this all, a lot of the adobe throw that all that came about because I was tired of, of being, of hiding, you know, my love for, for our food. And I wanted to be proud of our food. And I, want that, I wanted that to show. I wanted to shout it out to anybody who would listen. So, so that was uh, that was a moment of shame for me. Mm -hmm. To this day, I feel like, man, why did I do that? That was so, that was such a low point in my life that to be that ashamed. So I I and spent I am spending the rest of my life making up for that moment. So well, yeah. that's 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 natural, but you know, yeah. we have to do our due diligence as well. It's yep. not like I'm going to serve you adobo and take it take it uh, as I cook it. No, lessen the fat, make the cuts nicer that they mm -hmm. don't look like elephant meat or something. Yep. And then um, it, it explain to them like this is pork belly or if you'd like uh, uh, another cut or chicken, you know, debone the chicken so it doesn't. Sometimes they don't like chicken to look like chicken parts. I don't know what the Western mind is all about, you know, but sometimes they say, I can't, I cannot eat something that looks like what it was before when it was alive. Right. Well, that's why you can't serve like fish with the head on it, yeah. right? We have to understand them also. We yeah. cannot, I can't force you a paleo of, um, you know, um, chicken that uh, with the feet crawling out unless yeah. unless you call and culturize them to yeah you gotta food. train them you have to train them first you have to go yes. and then and then but, give them like what, what this is what i call the gateway the gateway drug is lumpia and sisi right okay so you give them that you train them to do that and then you can kind of they can yeah. graduate to to uh to other levels of filipinoness right that's it and uh, like, you know, um, uh, make it look nice. Yep. Make it look pretty. It, yep, that's the thing is that that's one of our biggest faults is that we do not, I do not remember us spending time on presentation for Filipino food. That was never a, uh, a concern for us growing up. You know, all it was like served family style. So as long as there was a lot of it, then it's good because we all know it tastes good. It's but part to, of our, yeah. it's part of our anti-colonialism. Yeah. We did not want to serve to make it look like we're serving Western styled food. Yeah. That's the way the Spaniards would. No, we are natives. We like it this way. We don't like it the way. Yeah. We but we can take that right. We can take that kind of mindset to our Kamaya. Now we can make our Kamaya. That's that's our own. That is 100% us. But yeah. we can take that to a different level. So, okay, it's just a matter of making arrangements to the food, moving, moving yeah. the food around so that you yeah. see all the colors, that everything complements each other. And, yeah. and then maybe a different, you know what I've seen? Like people would have, it's not just, the, they would have like bamboo, like trays. They'd have barbecue that was like scrolling together. And then yeah. it would be like hanging on a thread. Like they have this all like, like three-dimensional Kamayan. And I'm like, man, I gotta do something like that. I did a Kamayan um, that was, I had lobster. I had, uh, I really did it up. And then like, wow. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, do that again one time. So you know what we should do? We should do like a kicked up Kamayan. Why not? All right, let's do it. Let's let's do let's do you know let's get together. Let's do a kicked up Kamayan. Invite our friends and then uh, make it. You know, make we we can make it into a fundraiser. So yeah, we should do it. Maybe for the oh. there'll be a, a throw a double throw down. It's coming coming next year. I gotta raise some money. So maybe I can yeah. make that into a fundraiser. Uh, I kicked yes. up Kamayan, and then also have a tasting menu. So yep, lots of lots of things that we could do. Um, but see, you have a you have a hard act to follow. It's your fault. You what? did your oh. adult throwdown, and it's oh. not. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you gotta follow that with something. Yeah. Well, oh, no, no, it's coming bigger. It's gonna be August fifth and sixth. It's gonna be two two days. There's going to be more contests. We're going to have a Filipino barbecue contest. And then I would like, you, you need to be the judge for that, right? For the Filipino barbecue. And then there's also a lumpia contest. There's a lumpia making, con like a, a lumpia rolling contest. Yeah. Rolling. <laughs> yeah. I already, we're, we're actually creating many contests. I, I'm, I'm getting together with uh, the lumpia queen of Austin. And yeah. we're going to put together... Mm. Uh, lumpia rolling contests and then lumpia contests that are going to build up to the throwdown i actually have lumpia throwdown.com that's already reserved okay <laughs> so so that's 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 coming uh but i did want to talk more about okay going back to the book hey yeah. I, I, would you do would you be would you be interested in doing a follow-up would you do a follow-up on this or uh, well, I think there was somebody who put out the ultimate adobo book. Uh, they had stories. I, I I heard it was just launched. Um, things happen, you know. Like when I'm away, um, hopefully my name will not be forgotten in Manila. But now I'm I'm more attuned to working with with you guys in okay. Philippine adobo around the world. Okay. Not not just uh, in the Philippines, but around the world. Like, um, how would how how did Gene Karangal do his adobo? Um, how did uh, sometimes the the OFWs who gather on Sundays, the domestic help, mm -hmm. they they told me they use adobo, but when they can't find or they don't like to use vinegar because it smells, they use lemon, and it tastes good. Okay, sure. Yeah. And they they have the toyo. I mean, you know, to each his own, but yep. that's your own story. But and then we, we can also talk about um, how would you really want to serve this so that your white neighbor will not get scared of yep. looking at you. See? So there yeah, many... kinda, yeah, there's there's ways to kind of tame it down a little bit. To Let's start pattern. the book now. Let's huh? start the book yeah, now. Yeah, we should. We should totally... We should start with, you know, just uh, I can write some short things that I've been doing. Uh, we can get it started. Uh, we can't. Here's what the other thing that we can do, right? How about if we also reach out to uh, some of the contestants and say, hey, do you want your your recipe published? Yes. Uh, and it, it has to be in order for me to actually be part of this. Um, as long as it's part of a good cause, you know, um, or uh, I think we'll get better traction and get better engagement from people if it's like earmarked for you know fundraising for a good cause. Uh, I that's just what we did. Sorry. Uh -huh. 
I just don't understand the laws here. I mean, you know, sometimes it's a turn off. Like mm. I, I feel shackled, like <laughs> copyright, legal, class suits, uh, you know, you'll be sued. I, I don't want that. Yeah, I sure. really don't want that. I think that, and then recipes are also a very personal thing, right? As long as you show proof that you, it's your own, um, and, and pretty much every recipe is like a copy of somebody else's recipe with a few yeah, minor, minor things. True. So as long as you can prove, okay, I, this is not exactly what you can find on the internet. This has a few changes. I think we're okay, hopefully. Uh, no, but we can get started on it. You know, let's, no, let's what I mean, us, no uh, Gene, what I mean is having them, allowing the, allowing us to print the recipes. Okay. And giving us the copyright, because that's the problem. Um, I, 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 I encountered some that uh, said, uh, um, I'll ask permission if I can use my mom's recipe. Many, many, many of my friends online have already given me recipes. I can forward them to you. As okay. Many. Okay. Well, we can, yeah, we can get started on this. This, I think it's a worthwhile project because, yeah. you know, we have to keep, uh, you know, we have to show people that there are more ways to make adobo than anything. Uh, everybody has their own thing. And it's also a, a great way to learn. It's also, it's always, always learning something, looking at other people's recipes. So, yeah. Maybe we should also ask some of the foreigners who have yep. done their adobo experience. Yeah. Yeah. One of the competitors in adobo, uh, there's there's actually one. Um, I don't know if you, I don't know if I told you this before, but the adobo throwdown. This wasn't the first time um, I did this contest. I had a much 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 smaller contest uh, back in 2019, and uh, what happened was. It was just a very small contest. It was only four competitors. And the one person that competed there and one actually competed at the throwdown. And he's a white guy. And I looked at him, he was a really, really nice guy. Super, super nice guy. Uh -huh. I was hoping that he would place a little bit higher in, during the, uh, uh, the, the throwdown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he, he was up against some, some really good amateurs. Um, yeah. So the caliber of the the competitors, I was very impressed with the presentations they made. Uh, oh my God, uh, I was so proud. I was very very proud of what you know what people turned in. They put in a lot of time, you know, with the present working on the presentation, working on the flavor, working on the consistency, really working on the recipes. I was very proud, and that's why I'm looking forward to next year to yeah. for it to be bigger and, and better. Actually, I have a story to say, very short okay. one. Sure. Uh, the guy who won, what's his name? Rome, um, uh, Rome Gregorio? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, he, are you talking about the professionals or the amateur? The professional. The oh, professional. That's, his name's Yulo. Yulo yeah, Jimenez. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, when we were at the waiting room, he said, Mom, can I have a picture with you? I've always wanted to have a picture with you. I said... Mm, not yet because you might win and and, the, and then if you if you have my picture now it might you know it might cause a question so maybe uh, later whether yep. you win or not <laughs> and he won, and he won. Yep. Okay. can i have a picture with you now sure I said. absolutely now you, yep now you can 
And uh, that's interesting. So that guy, Yulo, he's from the Arecibo food truck. It's a Puerto Rican uh, Filipino food truck. They're actually the first ones. They were the first guests of the, the very first episode of Turu Turu podcast. Uh -huh. So they were the initial one. They were also the very first one, first restaurant that when I publicized, hey, I'm having a adobo throw adobo throwdown. You know, it's a cooking competition. He was the first one that said, "I want to join." First one. Nobody else had said anything. I mean, it took me a while to actually find the second one to agree. <laughs> and uh, you know, it took actually it took months to find professionals that will compete. It was not easy because nobody really wanted to do it. Nobody had heard yeah. of anything like yeah. this. So nobody wanted to do it. It was okay. it was a hard sell. I think I had two going into like three months from the competition. I only had two people. And I was so worried because I couldn't convince anyone. I was having uh -huh. a really hard time because uh, they didn't understand. Uh, it was, you know, it never had never been done here before. So... Yeah. So it's going to, it's happening now. Yep. The momentum is there. The momentum's there. Uh, but I, I don't want to talk too much about the, the I, I did want to talk a, a little bit more about you, about uh -huh. your your cooking classes. Are you doing cooking classes, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I teach adobo. I teach sushi. I teach um, uh, uh, sushi and the bento. We serve it in the bento. And make oh, okay. Them yeah, and nice. I, I felt so bad. I didn't get to taste your sushi. I know you brought the whole bunch during the throwdown. I, I didn't eat anything until five o'clock that uh, afternoon. No, it dried out. It dried out oh, and it died. It died. Oh. So uh -oh. it's okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So what I teach is I try to incorporate a story with the food or a story about the technique or something. And, and I make people cook it the way it should be it was done before as much as possible you know working mm -hmm. with their hand yep. and then after that I, I tell them hey this is the cheating part this is the easy part and you now that you know the traditional way then you can already do it mm -hmm. the easy way so 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 i i want to let everybody know i had the privilege of actually sitting in one of your classes <laughs> and it's a totally different experience because it was very you made us feel comfortable. You have, you have a, a great sense of humor. Thank you. And you, you like to incorporate, uh, uh, part, you encourage participation. So yes. I'm like, I'm thinking, man, you got to, and I have a video. I still haven't, I, I need to publish the video. And you need to do that at the next throwdown. We need, to, we need stuff like that. And yes. I was wondering, like, if, you, if that's how your cooking classes are, for everyone, you need to have more of that. We need to see more of that. Now, we need to get, get you the scale. Um, what you do is more for like uh, small groups, right? Is there any way that you can scale that into maybe a larger class? And then you have maybe your three or five people kind of engaged, but you're doing a demo in, in front of a, a larger audience? No, I really like, I, I, you know, I take it from the way my grandmother did it. She made us really squeeze, okay. squeeze the tomatoes, feel the intestines of the cold chicken <laughs> that was just dead. Listen to the knocking of the head of uh -oh. the, of the, heat, the, okay. the heat 
you know, smell the the cry with the onion. It, it has to happen. It has to, because we're so online, we're so wired now that we don't, sometimes we don't feel anything. That's why I was saying, I learned that when you want to marinate something, you just don't put that and then you look at it and it's marinating itself. No, you have to put your hands into the meat and squeeze it, massage it, you know? Okay. It has and to be like that. I don't think I can do that for 20 people. Maybe for, I did it before for 15 men. Okay. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> it was it was fun. I think they were part of a mechanical group or something. So they, they were, they had paws rather than fingers. You know what I mean? Okay. And, uh, and but they had fun. And I said, you learn, you get out of here with at least one recipe or one ref, one procedure that you know, and I'm happy with that. And okay. they did. And one wrote back and said, hey, you made, you know, I made my wife so happy with the burnt sesame seed dressing that you taught me. So, yeah. you know, it's that nice. Was, it smells so good, by the way, that burnt sesame seed dressing. And that is so easy for men to learn. Yeah. Yeah, so it, doesn't, it didn't seem hard. Uh, I was taking a video of the entire thing. So I and, tell them this. Yeah. This is a girl magnet recipe. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I want to talk more about, okay, so what do you have planned for the future? What's your vision for the future? Um, I think online is a big factor. And I'm, that's, I'm, I'm handicapped when it comes to that online. So I have to learn more about how to reach out to the online people and especially it would now be um, kids. Mm -hmm. The kids yeah. who are now 10 will grow up to be the future adobo eaters if yep. at all they remember. So also going back to books, we, we have to publish and print books because uh, oh, books yeah. are treasures. Yep. I, I don't know how you can imagine enjoying reading something from online. But we, you have, and it also has to be very visual. Yeah, I think that the, of course, the photography is really important yes. to frame the food so that you yeah. see it. And then also for, I also like it for technique. But I think nowadays people just like having the videos, you know, know. as far as education. But there's yeah, something but about a book. There's something about having a book, leafing through a book you know with dog years in the book that you've gone yeah. through over and over so there's something yeah. about there's something romantic about that that's very nice of you to say that that's yeah. true um and i know that um those who get those who do podcasts of uh, getting one million hits or what they sometimes end up doing cookbooks yep. they also gravitate to having a cookbook all right well, let's, let's do let's do a cookbook yeah because they right. know let's, that yes Yes, because they know that um, at the end of the day or at the end of their lives, everybody, every day, every day somebody forgets something online. Somebody's forgotten uh, and another fact, factoid is forgotten. These yeah. things, right? Because it's so fast. Knowledge is so, some, some knowledge is artificial. A lot of it is forgotten. Yeah. So we have to make that impact. Yeah. So, yeah, there's something about yeah. It, it, it is like leave. It's it's a, it, it's it's really leaving a legacy. 
right? When you when you create a book, that's your that's part of your legacy. That's yeah. something that could never be taken away. Yeah. Right? It's something that you created and it can cannot be denied. So there's so, there's a yeah. Sorry. 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 No, go ahead. More so if that recipe came from your grandmother, your great grandmother, your mother's mother, your, your mother-in-law, or something. It's always attached to a connection. There's um I I have seen these books where they would do each recipe had a really long story like yeah. more than one page oh. so I was thinking of doing something like that I think that would be a like a worthwhile project and then what you do is you can start off in a blog right and then you create your story and then the and then the book and then the recipe and then, and then okay. what we also could do is maybe in addition to that, like have a, a recipe contest and then let's have people submit their story and then their, uh, and then their recipe and that could be judged. Um, now something like that, you'll have to, it's good, that's gonna be a hard sell to put in, in, you know, in, your, in a book that we write mm -hmm. that is just for profit. But if it was mm -hmm. something tied to something bigger, like, you know, yeah. uh, uh, you know, maybe a special project that that is that is for fundraising, then that's that's an easier sell. So I did want to talk to you about doing like how do how do we do recipe contests? Like how would we do that? Well, remember I told you about us wanting to launch with you the awesome adobo. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's actually a reach out to Filipinos who are abroad. And not just Filipinos like you, but more so the those who are the working force. Mm -hmm. um, they sometimes you don't know how creative they can get, and uh, the but incorporated with the stories. And then we gotta we always have to inject some sense of humor there, mm -hmm. because that's the way only Filipinos would want to read it. They have to yeah. in their pain in in the pain we have, we laugh. We, yep. we smile. Because, because uh, most of us, a lot of us, uh, the, you, a lot of us have to leave our families, right? Yeah. To work long hours and be away from our families for a long time just to, you know, just for our family to have better lives. And so that means people who are, uh, living abroad and they're working really hard and they miss the food they can't you know, they 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 can't make it themselves and so they have to make substitutions right yep. they, because there's a lot of food that's not ingredients that are not available mm -hmm. so those are nice stories to to tell but there's also there's a, a flip side to that that maybe uh, when you look at that, not as a limitation, but it's almost like an asset. That mean, means you to increase your focus on finding a substitute. But sometimes a substitute actually gets better. A substitute, yeah. is, in a way, makes it better than, than the original. Yeah, like spinach for um, dried uh, gabi leaves for lying. Uh, yep. But uh, I'll tell you something. Uh, we, uh, when we went to London... The former waiters of aristocrat treated us to lechon. But you know what their lechon was? It was just the head, a big head of a pig. Holy cow, really? 
Yeah, and they baked it. So we we feasted on the cheeks. On and the, the cheeks, okay. The but that, but that, because that was a throwaway. Yeah. They would throw uh, the butcher shops would just give it, maybe give it away, or as you know, for for yeah. stand. Hey, so, so you know, I was wondering. It's, it's, you you mentioned throwaway. You know how they have chicken, like boneless, skinless chicken breasts, boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Yeah. Hey, what do you do with the skin? We can use uh -huh. that. Yeah. Like we should ask that. I like I've done that. I take in skin and then uh of course I boil it first, right? Then I let it dry out, then I deep fry it. Yeah. Because that's when you've rendered a lot of the fat out and it comes out really crispy. Yeah. I've also done okay, so this is I had done a a uh a, a crispy adobo, crispy mm -hmm. chicken adobo, but here's how oh, I did it. Yeah. Okay, this, is, this is really weird. Okay, it's really involved. So you sear the chicken first, you render some of the fat out, I use chicken thighs. Okay, then uh, when it's nice and seared, that's when you add like the the, uh, the soy sauce, the vinegar and the garlic, and then you, you, you cook it, you, you bring it to boil and then bring it to simmer until it's cooked all the way through. Then you take the chicken out, you pat it dry, you, you then remove the skin, detach the skin, let that dry in the fridge, and then you take the, the, the chicken, okay, and this is the weird part. You now dip that in buttermilk and you let it marinate overnight uh -huh. or for a few hours. Uh -huh. Then the, the, the sauce, what you do is you reduce the sauce, like the adobo sauce, that you that you use to cook it, you don't throw that away. You either reduce it, or what I do is yeah, you get make a reduction out of it, or you take an immersion blender so it's all smoothed out, and you take away a lot of the fat. Then you take when when it's you're ready to serve right before you're ready to serve, you then take the chicken out of the buttermilk, you dip it in flour, deep fry it for it's already cooked right, so so you only deep fry it for like a couple of minutes right before you serve and then you deep fry the skin separately so you now have your fried chicken um and then um your uh and you top it with the um you top it with the um uh, the chicken skin yeah. and then you layer the sauce around it so it comes out uh it's 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 really soft Twice yeah. cooked yeah. chicken. It is super labor intensive. Like, I don't know why I would do that, but it, wow. it's good. Yeah. It's good. Uh, and it looks great. But the thing is, like, when I tell people what I did, they're like, "You're you're crazy. Why would you do that?" <laughs> I I um, think I can do that now. I'm serving adobo tomorrow. Okay. There you yeah. go. Hey. <laughs> Before we go, so, okay, so we're really, there's going to be a two-part episode. So um, I want to do uh, the lightning, for the lightning round. So oh. what I'm going to do, it's the lightning round. So what I'm going to do is I'm oh, going yeah. to ask you 20 questions that you have to do in 90 seconds. I'll put a timer here. Hold on. No asking of age. No, we're not asking age. There's no age questions here. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start asking. It's going to be really simple. 
these are going to be either or questions, really the first answer that comes to your mind. Okay, so it is nine, you have 90 seconds starting now. Chicken adobo versus pork adobo. Pork adobo, pork belly. What's your favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni. Top silog versus long silog. Long silog. Breakfast food or dinner food? Dinner. What unhealthy food do you love? Pork fat, beef fat, beef okay. steak fat, okay. fat of the steak, prime rib. All right. Favorite non-Filipino restaurant? Middle Eastern. Hamburgers or French and fries? Japanese. Okay. Sorry. That's all right. Hamburgers or French fries? Hamburgers. Frozen yogurt or ice cream? Ice cream. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Tea, tomato sauce or barbecue sauce? Barbecue sauce. White wine or red wine? Red. Go forward in time or go back in time? Go forward. To you, what is the best age to be? 35. Name a country you want to visit. France. Name a person who inspires you. Aling Asyang. Name a song that makes you happy. Happy. If you were given, you would be given one superpower, what would it be? Well, to spread the word of God. Okay. What, if you could have dinner with, with a famous person, living or dead, who would you choose? Um, no, I'd like um, this Spanish guy. Uh, what's his name right now? I can't remember. The guy who did all the experiments with the foam. And bully, uh, and bully. The bully, the guy from uh, Adria, his last name is Adria, yeah, right? Yes, okay. Yes. All right, Can we I... are out of time, but there's one, one last question. Okay. How would you describe Filipino food in one word? Masarap. There you go. Awesome. You did great. You missed one <laughs> question, but it's okay. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you I so did, much. I did, I did meet Ferran Adria. Back oh, in did? 2008, yes, and okay. I got to interview him. Oh, and, that's awesome. And he said he has about 100 uh, flavoring seasonings in his kitchen from all over the world. I said, do you have bagoong? And he said, yes, I do. So I said, I, said, I love you for that. Well, that's awesome. I remember one time uh, they, they were, uh, let's see, there was one episode of, is it Restaurant Impossible? That really muscular guy, Chef uh, Robert Irvine, mm -hmm. and uh, on the cook uh, on the on the Food Network, and somebody said, "Hey, can you can you cook with this shrimp paste?" And he said, "No, that's disgusting." So I'm like, mm -hmm. "Wait a minute, that's that's not disgusting. That's good food." Mm -hmm. So, okay, yeah, I just remember that. Uh, yeah. Have you done a bagoong uh, a bagoong of uh, bagoong, bagoong chicken wings? Yeah. Bagoong chicken wings, no. Okay. I'd like to. Bagoong yeah. chicken wings sinigang, yes. Uh, you yeah. have chicken wings, and my son, my son said, Ma, just coat it with the sinigang powder and fry it. I've Good. done that, and I either didn't put enough because it, it didn't, it, it, it didn't, it was too subtle. It wasn't enough. Uh -huh. um, so. Yeah, I need to, to, to work on some more. more no, you can fry it and then heat the sinigang powder separately and then just sprinkle in when it's cooked. Okay. 
just okay that makes sense i'm gonna have to try that so okay so let's let's wrap up but what's the best way to get a hold of you um adobo underscore kitchen at yahoo.com.ph okay look for me on facebook which i'm not regularly going to but I would I would appreciate it. Uh, look for Adobo Queen or Nancy Reyes Lumen. Okay, so we'll put all of those, uh, all of your social media information. We'll put that in the notes. Mm-hmm. So, okay. thank all you. right. Well, I want to thank you so much, Nancy, for your time. Let's start and the I'm book. Looking forward. That's right. Start we'll start the book. the book. All right. Let's do that right now. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Well, Thank you for listening to Turu Turo, the Filipino restaurant podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Salamat po at magkita tayo sa susunod. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.